Hey guys, uh, we're back with the Panther Den podcast. Today, I'm joined by Dave, Doug, and my father, Russ. We, today, we'll be talking about, loosely talking about the election, uh, kind of what happened with that, and mainly whenever we talk about the election, we're going to be talking about the bills that were in our state, which is Missouri, and we'll... <laughs> you okay, D- Dave? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be going over that, and we'll have some other topics topics to go on. But before we started, we were kind of going over the Missouri National Guard bill and whether or not to... What was it, Dave? The what was the bill saying? It was to make it oh, like its own gosh. kind of agency, almost. Hang on a minute. I'm gonna get some material right quick. Okay. The way it was, uh, of course, everybody scared all of us anyway. That look at these bills and changing stuff on many of these deals are a little concerned anytime they want to present a big change in something because we oftentimes go, Oh, wait, what's the agenda behind this? After all these years of everything being just fine, uh, Russ brought this point up a moment ago and yeah, many times that's the case. However, as wiggy as I get about politics and the election time and all stuff like that, it is so hard to keep up with it and interpret the way these lawyers write things up. Yeah. And that's a big problem I have with it too, because shouldn't they make it to where it's more understandable for just a normal person for a simpletons like myself? Yeah. One would think, but that's well, and just the way they write stuff. I mean, it, the placement of words and uh, you could, you could swap words two words around and it would mean something completely different. Exactly. And, and the way they'll oftentimes almost leave them open-ended. Yes. Where they can fill in the blanks later. Mm-hmm. And that kind of stuff scared me. However, I liked the way it was, this one was written up and worded and understood it. And that's the reason I voted the way I did on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say for that one, I voted yes on just cause well, what, like what you said, it sounded sounded good to me. Well, and it also, the way they had it worded, they made it sound like it wasn't going to be taking out any more money from the taxes of people. It was going to be like 132000 which is what they already get. They might try and get more later, but it still sounded like it it just wanted to be its own thing and have more control over itself other than more of a, uh, a, our state have more control over it than a federal level. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, We'll take care of us first, then we'll take care of you. But it was more like, you know, we'll take care of our state first, then we'll look at what the fed needs. Yeah, but that's... Is that the way you... Well, the way they presented it, 
it's just like they wanted to cut ties with the state totally and go rogue. That's, that's how I took it. And that to me, the governor, just like we were talking about before, the governor should have a little bit of say in, in the, uh, uh, national guard for or the the state national guard have you got it there in front of you now jacob Can yeah it read it then uh oh let me find it real quick it was constitutional amendment number five uh shall the missouri national guard currently under the missouri department of public safety be its own department known as the Missouri Department Department of the National Guard, which shall be required to protect the constitutional rights and civil liberties of Missourians. State governmental entities estimate no savings and ongoing cost of $132,000 annually. Local governmental entities estimate no costs or savings. Okay, so that part there... Um, where it took care of currently under the Missouri Department of Public Safety be its own department known as the Missouri Department of the National Guard, which shall require to protect the constitutional rights and civil civil liberties of Missouri. That was kind of my cell. That's a clicker right yeah, there. Yeah, that was what well, so yeah, and but the the deal is. But they, I thought they were supposed to be doing a lot of that. They, anyway. Yeah, they were supposed to be doing that to begin with. And if they're wanting to change something of like that, there's there to me, there's got to be some kind of agenda. And I'm, I don't like change. I'm one of those. Oh, I, I'm just like I you there. I do not like change if I like it. Well, so here's the thing, though, with that they're right now, uh, they're under the Department of Public Safety. So they would have to go through them to even be able to do anything uh, to help Missourians as of right now. If they were their own department, they could. Who would they go through now? They're still under the department, aren't they? No, I mean, now that they're. Uh, independent. They would appoint their own head of their department. Okay. Which would be uh, appointed by the governor. Yeah. So the governor still got say in it. More so, probably. What happened in Ferguson? Look at Ferguson. Right. That was not good. And the governor... None of that was good. Governor was hands were pretty much tied in a sense... Because, pub, like you said, the public safety, Department of Public Safety, that means federal, right? Yeah, that was a shit show from the beginning and so politically driven uh, <clears throat> with a big agenda behind it, which they able they was able to pull it off. Now, they, they got a lot of stuff correct, done that they wanted to do. Correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't the governor, if, if something like this happens... Doesn't the governor have to uh, 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 make a formal, uh, what do you call it, just a uh, request for national, the the federal assistance? For like 
National Guard yeah. over everything. Yeah, the governor would have to so, ask. So the it. governor is in control at that point. Am, am I wrong? Am, because I, I think they got to make a request for to the, the, the president. Yeah. For assistance. In a situation like that? Yeah. Okay, so now he should be able to make the call on his own, right? He should have been, he should have been able to do it before. You would have thought, thought, but that like a public. So now under this, he can do. You know, he can just send his resources to wherever he wants in Missouri. Two words: Patriot Patriot Act. Yeah, that took Mm -hmm. care of a lot of stuff right there. Yeah. That took away a lot of power from these governors and states, in my opinion. Right. Where they have to go through a higher entity to get what they need at the time they need it. We lost a lot of freedom. Yes, we did. Patriot Act. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, what's it it worth to... for your safety, how much freedom are you willing to give up for your safety? That's uh, one that, of the things. One that of the quote. things, yeah, that quote. And how much safer are you? Uh, not none, thanks. So uh, not one bit. So did like in, like in, uh, the riots in uh, uh, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. Was the governor in the same situation as the one up here? In St. Louis. Good question. I would think so. Yeah, you you think, think you'd think so. But did it, it, it did they handle it? Exactly. But getting back to this, I mean it yeah. To me, I, I, I you think opened up a whole can of worms. I did, <laughs> and I'm sorry I went a little too deep. No, that's all right. <clears throat> we've gone way further off track before. Well, I, I'm to me, I think there there was an agenda to do this when I thought there was uh, really nothing wrong before. But I apparently I didn't get all the facts, which a lot of people don't when yeah. they vote. Yeah, they just don't. see something and they just go and vote. I, you know? I'm the same way you were. I And I voted no against it also. But after I listened to a couple of people that I respect and respect their attitude and their ideas, yes, would have been the right vote. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that more and more. Yeah. Just talking to you guys, and 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 I wish I would have did it. Re- pa- did it dug pass. a little more? Did it pass? No, uh, there was. I think a, the only thing that passed was the amendment three. Three, yeah, uh, the, three. It didn't pass. There was a no vote on it. So uh, well, the, the the National Guard will still be under the Department well, of Public Safety. It, like I like I said before to several people, you know, one grain of rice. This is this old Chinese proverb: one grain of rice can tip the scale. Yeah. Maybe I was that grain of rice that should have voted the other way to change it. Well, we're both grain of rice because they do that on purpose. They do these. They write these I, up like well, yeah. That. I Anybody? No I had no idea that was even there. Till I sit down to fill it out. Mm-hmm. That can mislead you pretty easily. Yeah, yeah and, and most of them do. Yeah, yeah. Them they can. write them that way. Yeah, 
Your school, you I know, mean, here's what I, here's what I guess I get so upset with every election and you watch it time and time again. And how many sitting here love, oh, love pl- paying taxes and uh, <laughs> want to pay more. But every time a school bond comes up, every time the cops, the fire department, the city parks, these shitheads vote themselves another tax increase. Every time, how do they get that pulled? Why do people continue to do that? Yeah, well, I've always said. I mean, they they've got to show me, and that and they've, they've they spent their for they've spent the money, their tax money, worthwhile before yeah. I'll you vote you? in another one. No, I mean, I'm yeah, voting I'm, no on every one of them. Yeah, I'll, I, I mean, the, the only one, the only ones that deserve any kind of money is the, the teachers. And the military. And the military. military and there, I agree good, with that totally. That's basically where your tax dollars should go, in my opinion, is the military and and a few other things, highway department and things like that. Yes. Uh, sorry, I want to do a quick recap or cleanup. Uh, I said that they voted no on it. It was actually uh, 60% yes. I read it wrong. I thought it was 60% no. So it's for Missouri, it is now its own department, the well, National Guard. Apparently, we have I'm, been. A, you I'm weren't big I got enough outvoted. rice. <laughs> Enlightened. You Darn, weren't Russia big enough grain of rice. Well, we did. <laughs> I'm glad I got outvoted. Yeah, it was like, it was only 39% that voted no. So. But to your tax increases this time, this election, more people, I noticed a lot more little cities and a lot more school districts and stuff voted tax increases down this time. More so than really. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Not not big, not big counties, but little counties around this area. They voted them down. You know, that's like uh our governor tax hike Mike. He got that twelve percent or twelve cent. Fuel tax put on, and that's the last thing in the world we need, especially now. Because stop and think about this: when fuel gets so high, guess what? I quit going, and I quit burning as much of it. That's what's happening right now. Yeah, so I stay home more. So I, you're not going to get as many of my dollars. For one, you've jacked the taxes up on it. Now you get that stuff back down to a buck and a half to two dollars. I'm going to go places I ain't been in years. And guess what? I'm going to buy more fuel. Just like the highway department, their money's there, whether it's $5 a gallon or whether it's a buck a gallon, their tax revenue off that gallon of gas is there and it's guaranteed. Yep. Makes my butt hurt a little bit. (laughs) Doug, remember when gas was 97 cents? Oh, I remember it's a lot cheaper than that. I well, I, I meant like, I meant like in twenty, wasn't it twenty twenty or twenty nineteen, around here? Oh, uh, yeah, it it was like a, it wasn't that cheap for a very long, probably a, a maybe a month. If I, I'm that, not as good really, as, and then it shot back up. I'm not as good at keeping track of stuff like it, timely events like it as I should be because I'm too busy reveling in it. And well, the last. It couple years seemed like a decade anyway so yeah that's for sure (laughs) that's for sure 
Uh, you guys have anything else to say about Amendment Five? Let's hope it works. Yeah. For you know, for the way uh, we hope it read. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, in future time or in the future, they'll probably ask for more money. I mean, but what department doesn't? But either way, uh, we can let's move on to Amendment Three, which was pretty controversial in a lot of places. It was uh, the legalization of recreational marijuana in Missouri. Here you go, Jake. <laughs> Give me a light. What? What else could you call it besides re- recreational? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. You can call it medicinal. Well, yeah, you can call that's, it the, that's the only to. other thing there is, is medicinal. <laughs> that's just but the even, legal term. Yeah, a legal term. But even I went if to law school, apparently. I don't know. Well, here's a kicker. How about the little boys up towards the St. Louis area that showed up in the elementary school with the marijuana gummies the very next day after it passed and got some kids stoned on it? <laughs> I didn't hear about that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where Dana, was that? Dana, Dana Lesh was talking about that. It's up around St. Louis. Mm. Yeah. They got to eating gum, <laughs> doped up gummy bears and got stoned and sick and had to go home. It's legal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Well, it's only legal if you're 21. Did they find out how he got it? I, it's, you know, St. Louis. Well, I'm. I'm just. <laughs> that's just. It's like one word. Shay. Shay. <laughs> What's going to happen when the, when you got your little candy dish full of gummy bears and Daddy comes by in a stone stupor and throws some of his weed gummies in there and well, who said Grandma he, comes walking that by? That little and kid had been doing it before. You know. Well, that's true. Yeah. But he this time they were just how old kids just, were they? Did they were grade school, grade school, yeah, like like uh, third grade, something like that. Golly, how yeah, how did they get those? They had to have got them from like eight going on nineteen, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's some idiots being raised by idiots, you know. <laughs> well, never mind. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, idiots raising idiots. <laughs> oh, that's all. I was just going to point out this. Uh, You want me to read what it says on here? Yeah, go ahead. I might have voted wrong on it. Uh, Do you want to amend the Missouri Constitution to remove state prohibitions on purchasing, possessing, consuming, using, delivering, manufacturing, and selling marijuana for personal use for adults over the age of 21? require a restriction registration card or personal cultivation for personal cultivation with prescribed limits allow persons with certain marijuana related non-violent offenses to uh, petition for release from incarceration or control gosh parole and prohibit and have probation and and have records expunged stuff like that and there is also going to be a six percent tax increase or tax on it 
so it's kind of like the oh what's it the they're tobacco not even, they're not even going to tax it as much as tobacco no, no. that's the thing of it right there that's Gee, what jacks me up six percent what's the gas yeah. tax what's gas tax right oh, now uh probably what's tax on a pack of cigarettes what's tax on a pa six pack of beer okay right there and restoration what's that going to cost you to get a card to grow it that's just more money in their pocket. There's all. There's it's, all, it's all about the money. It is. I guarantee you, there's only going to be a chosen few who get to legally grow it and market it anyway, and they're well, already sitting there poised and ready with all the facilities all set up. How sure are you not that somebody? Well, I want to grow a little. I'm gonna go get me a card. I'll pay the price. Oh, I can well, make yeah. it up in a year or two. Yeah. Well, of course that's going to happen. Uh, I mean, that's just more money in their pocket. You have to be. They're missing out on an opportunity by. You have to be. Look 25. at prohibition liquor. Look what happened there. I mean, that got overturned though, because. Yeah, more, after more they lost people. control of it. Yeah. Okay, the Missouri cigarette tax is ten percent. The Missouri uh, gas tax is two and a half cents per gallon. Okay, but you've got federal tax, you've got road tax, mm. you've got this and that. Yeah, but that's just Missouri's exactly. gas tax. Look at that. They get 2%. That's not right. Two and a half cents. Nah, there's, more, there's more tax on that. For just 17 cents per gallon. Okay. There you go. Now that's better. Yeah. That's the... <coughs> Oh, wait, sorry. That was the refund. You might be, don't worry. You might be eligible for two and a half cents back per gallon. <laughs> if you, you guys are just, for it. you're just overreacting that two and a half cents. <laughs> uh, but in Missouri, it was passed with a 53% yes for legalizing marijuana. So, it was pretty close. I think it, it was a decently close race because there, was, there wasn't even 2 million ballots that were voted. Well, it has never been legal in the state of Missouri. So you, you're talking these the older people like, like me. I have never seen it legal anywhere until the last couple of years when they started... All these states start popping up legalizing this stuff. Now, all these young bucks are, uh, they're all over this because they haven't been around long enough to know that, hey, this stuff is illegal, but we can make it legal. And they've got another, you know, 60, 70 years to live. They don't care. But uh, back when, back in the day, I'll say it that way, if you even thought about smoking a, a doobie or anything, they were on top of you. Well, back in the early 70s, supposedly this was just maybe urban legend or whatever, there was a guy that got busted for a half ounce a marijuana and they give him 10 years in prison and they were floating around a petition trying to get him out. 
Of well, course, that was, like I said, the early 70s. Mm-hmm. And who knows what he was. I mean, maybe that's the only – he was a bigger fish than that, and they just caught him, and that was – Kind of like they did Al Capone. They got him for tax evasion instead of bootlegging or whatever he was yeah. doing. It's just how you word it. Exactly. Yep. Well, and see, that's, I feel like that's a big thing too with this bill. People are also looking at it as uh, some of the people that got arrested for just having it, not hurting anybody physically or in any way, just doing it for themselves can, can be released from prison well they're because what of, they're doing out in california they're releasing people for having a lot of heroin yeah. on and a lot of heroin users caught red-handed i mean they're setting up safe tents for them to shoot the stuff up and mm-hmm. not arresting them yeah but that's california would you well, not yeah, expect that not for california. california it'll move Se- it's, seattle too. it'll spread and yeah, yeah it, when it, it happens it'd be like wildfire yeah, before long it'll it'll bounce over to that coast and then they'll start that same trash will start coming to the midwest but see that they're they're not letting they're not holding people accountable for anything anymore nothing compared to what they do for people getting a DWI or something alcohol related. Uh, they'll, they'll, cause they're making money off of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They make, they know they can make the jack off of DWI, but they let these other things go. Uh, uh just uh, let him out, let him, you know, let him out, give him probation or whatever. Well, they're thinking this, the marijuana, you know, it's, it's probably the least, uh, uh, offensive drug Addictive. you know it won't affect you as bad as like cocaine or something like that well they're gonna say hey let's legalize it and get it out of the way well okay well then they're gonna go for the Step the one. next the next least least uh addictive addictive well, back, drug back to talk about spreading i remember dad when he was on school board years and years ago he cussed orange county california because of their their school agendas, their school agendas. Really? And it was coming this way. Yeah. He said, that's the problem starts there. And that, that was back in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Yeah. California. That was, that was a while back. It spreads. Yeah. It will come this way. It goes from one coast to the other. If it starts over there, it'll go that way, and then it'll come back here. If it starts over there, it'll do it there, and then come back to the middle. But the agendas, the school trends, curriculum. Trends, uh, trends, curriculum, agendas, whatever. That's the way they do it. I was told that 40-some years ago, and I've watched it, and that's the way it works. I remember Dad coming home and they's complaining about uh, shipping black kids segregating up there in kansas city you probably remember that topic uh that was a i know it's a whole different topic but but it was but kansas city was doing this and boy that there wasn't even a black child in that particular school system at the time you remember there's a school and i remember their school russ probably does too uh little africa they called it little africa when i was running around school i run around town when i was young in high school and stuff Little Africa, yeah. and it was yeah. there. I know where you're talking. You, there. Yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I mean, they was scattered about. Maybe another one or two, but Little Africa. 
that's that's all another I mean, topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, yeah, it is. <laughs> Flying way off. Here. We we could What's we could go another do? hour on that one. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we're gonna have to take a break real quick. We'll be back in a minute. The gun rights. Well, and we're back. So Doug had something he wanted to bring up with the marijuana bill still. Well, as as you fill out a form purchase of a firearm, it's asked if you're on any kind of illegal narcotics or this or that or, or prescribed this or that mm-hmm. mind-altering stuff. Anyway, so now is that going to... Is that going to change the situation for a lot of folks? Uh, I don't know, because is that... Does that specifically say illegal narcotics? Or is it just... Could that be a range from, like, painkiller... Like, heavy dose of painkillers to, like, hard drugs? Well, I'm going to do, like... The old bond does. Uh, J Dub, pull that up for me, and let's see one of those forms. <laughs> Theo, that's that's Joe Rogan. Where, where's he at? We got anybody that can pull that up? Okay, Russ, pull did, that up for us. Did you did you read the lower part of this amendment? It says state government entities estimate initial cost of three point one million dollars. Initial revenues of at least seven point nine million revenues. Cost of five point five million and annual revenues of at least forty point eight million. Local well, annual cost of at least thirty five thousand, and annual revenues of at least thirteen point eight million. Okay, every every time they come up with a, a cost, that sends up a red flag for me, because they have no guarantee that anything's going to fly after they. And invest in it like you know they got that what how much are they investing in it i'll say invest uh state government entities estimate initial cost of 3.1 million okay there it is right there that's our tax dollars they're they're investing they're our investing dollars. yeah that's okay. our money yeah <clears throat> that's why we're voting on this i know but anytime they have something like that they can't guarantee they've got an estimate on what they're going to get out of it, but they, they have no idea. They don't say the they're, estimate. It's probably going to be 10 times that. Yeah. You never know. They're, but, but they're also probably going to use somebody they're doubling, that they're they not know. Even, they're not even estimating so the revenue of at least 7.9 million. That's double what the cost is, say. <laughs> right. Right, seven point nine million annual cost of state. See how, how government's going to make a lot of money, but yeah. we ain't going to see a dime that's, of it. Yeah, they're using that's our it. money. They're that's exactly that's it. They're it using is. our money every time I see something like that. That's that's just a red flag for me to to say no way. But that's just me. You know, if you want to smoke dope, do it illegally. <laughs> Take the chance. You know. <laughs> And there's a lot of people that it did. cost me a lot less money. I have that choice. You have that choice. But but it's, it's, it's not going to physically. It, it's not going to help us one bit. No, as sitting not here at as, all. As taxpayer Joe Blow. 
Well, the thing is, though, that our roads won't get any better. We'll not see a dime of that. Say seven point. Our bridges million. won't get built. No. Our schools won't get built. We'll still be voting ourselves new taxes to get schools built or football fields, astroturf, and stuff. <laughs> oh like my that. gosh, that's a, that's a whole other deal. We right learned there. that in the, the casino business. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. that's a perfect example. That's, yeah, or that our lottery, a, Missouri lottery. Yeah, our schools, lottery. our schools should be running best yeah. in the world, but from the lottery money alone. But that. They lied. That was another wool pulled over our eyes. But people have short memories. People don't pay attention. They don't pay attention. No, we're too busy. They keep us busy and we don't. We're too busy getting up and going to work and doing our jobs and keeping our head down, trying to do the right thing in life to know what's going on around us. Well, I thought what I was gathering from the 3.1 million that was going to be used. I thought that would be like the initial startup because uh, the way I thought it would be is they would make Missouri state growing facilities for marijuana and also have dispensaries for it but then people that wanted to do it themselves could register and get it themselves. So are you saying the state's going to grow it? I thought that that would be, that could be one involved. of the things. Hmm. They can be involved. Yeah. You can get a grant, say, to grow it? Is it now you might in be that able order? To. You might be able to. You never yeah, know. You, what What's in the buried underneath all that stuff? Yeah. So. Well, it says what that. What initial cost? <clears throat> What the first first line there? Read the first line. I mean, it says uh, state governmental entities cost three point one million initial revenues. What entities? Least. What are those? What what will they consist of? Governmental entities. Those aren't those just the people, the people that like taxpayers. Governmental entities. I thought it was Is that the, the people that will the the people that we elect over it. Will the, they're the ones you like the Department of Revenue? Is that is that going to be the, the ones who are issue in charge, license issue license in charge of collecting this revenue? Uh, hey, <clears throat> are they going to patrol it or police it or whatever? Exactly. Keep, keep their yeah. eye on who's doing what. Go to these facilities yeah. that are have are okay. now licensed inspectors. For it. Go, inspectors. Uh, just like a there's USDA. something. It's just like when they voted yes on medicinal marijuana they did the people that were getting cards to grow it they had like i think a maximum of uh 12 plants maybe that they could grow and they're like anybody that i've talked to that grew it they say that yeah they get a lot of uh government people coming in to make sure that it's all it all checks out. They have somewhere between like the maximum or like one and the maximum amount that you can have. Well, that's and that it's actually being run right instead of uh, you well, having like a freaking whole field of just marijuana plants. Okay. They first uh, tried this last time and it didn't pass. And 
the person that would mostly uh, benefit there, there's a person I'm not going to say his name, but he's a, a, a prominent lawyer around these parts. He would, isn't he also write, a doctor? Yes. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about for sure now. Okay, he would. He was all about this, and I think he fun. He he put a lot of money into this. So when if this did pass, he would get uh, sole rights to writing up all of the uh, uh, wording to this bill, and he get kickback off of it. But I'm gonna leave it there. And I think he's still got a little bit of interest in it right now. And I'm done. I mean, I bet well, can you- anybody that invests in any kind of bill is going to get kickback. Yeah, but with something like this, he's he's already a, a, a stinking millionaire. Oh, yeah. All he's going to do is become another Elon Musk off of this deal he's not going to be as cool as that guy no definitely not but okay I'm done. <laughs> well now can't you already can't you get a medical card to grow like you said yeah you, you can a certain yeah, amount of plants you have to yeah. be you have 25 to, to be it's just like owning like a class five if gun, i, if I was, if I was be going to do it open it up to a search or whatever if i was going to do it that's the only way i'd do it is grow my own because <laughs> Two. I can I can so imagine Doug uh, doing that, you know. All right, come on, baby. <laughs> because listen, uh, they get a hold of this like they did the tobacco industry. Look at the chemicals. At least me doing it myself, I know that it's clean, clean, and it's doing what I want it to do. This tobacco. That's- my chiropractor says, I have no problem with you smoking it, smoking cigarettes. But he said, grow your own tobacco. Free range de- marijuana. <laughs> 400 and some chemicals like put into cigarette tobacco. Exactly. And think about, they don't even stay lit anymore. Because no, no, they've got wait a fire minute. retardant in them to put them out in case you fall asleep while you're so- smoking a cigarette watching... Uh, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Just stuff like that. You know that's not good for you. No. Uh, so grow your own. He said, grow your own and smoke, roll it and smoke it. And he said, that's, you know, I, I have no problem. And that's another thing about this marijuana anymore. If you would say a recreational user and you bought off your dealer or whatever, it's fentanyl. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's that's a, that's big, a big scare. That's a scare right there. It's just like mm-hmm. you talking about putting additives in the tobacco. Yeah. Well, well you, that fit, you look it, at all the different kinds of weed they got. Yeah, uh, I heard a, a, an old boy run down a list of different <coughs> names, strains, different, huh? Strains. They a list of different kinds of yeah. Weed. They call it yeah different strains of weed. A strain and, is a disease. You have a strain of VD or a strain of tonsillitis or something like that but uh different kinds varieties. of varieties yeah different varieties of it right it was amazing word. i want to feel mellow i want to weed and you got your <laughs> look at the moon there ain't no hitching post on the moon weed you know there was a guy that made a they crossed a weed plant with a strawberry plant well they've grown it in hops for years 
hops is a good way to out there in Portland and at Washington where they grow hops for mm-hmm. beer and stuff. They'll dra- uh, graft on a, a marijuana plant and it's legal as heck. You know, you just hmm. graft it on the hops. That's interesting. They've done that for years. Uh, but it's a science. I mean, it's a talking about the oh, there's fentanyl. There is a, talking about the fentanyl part. Uh, that I feel like legalizing it would help with that more than hurt it. Just because right, right now, or I guess before this past, there wasn't any kind of looking into whoever sold it whoever or whoever grew it because it was illegal back like i guess back before medicinal part of it but uh and it would it would have been more prominent for people to just lace it with lsd or fentanyl or whatever but now that you can get a card and a right to grow it yourself it'll be harder for them to do it do anything to it just that's just what i was thinking well do you trust the big pharmaceutical companies or what they put and everything i mean yeah we all take tylenol advil and stuff like that crossing your fingers hoping that it was a good batch Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right I, there. I, tr- I trust you more growing me some weed because <laughs> I can come check on your, you know. Well, come on over. <laughs> I can, no, but, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the, the big farm coming along and they, they're they putting all this stuff out. That's 90% of the commercials on TV. You know, and they're put out these disclaimers and everything. Well, their disclaimers say, Hey, ask your doctor. That's her disclaimer. They're clear. They can put anything they want in there. As long as their doctor says, it's okay for them to take it. They're, they're good. So Uh, they can can put anything in whatever. I was reading something on like big pharmaceutical companies and medical uh medical schools it was either the rockefellers or the rothschilds that funded it and whenever they first funded it they really pushed like pills more pills than uh natural stuff like because there was petroleum in the in those drugs exactly then they had stake in that yeah, that was Rockefeller's done that. That was Rockefeller. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember because yeah. I knew the Rothschild. He was a big oil man. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, that, that's what got uh, people off of natural remedies. Yeah, was exactly. He found out they got to have, you know, they, we have petroleum in everything. You look around, it's everywhere. and They really threw a lot of shade to every kind, everyone that, or every doctor that really tried to push any kind homeo- of natural. Homeopathic method of yeah healing yeah and that's why now we don't everybody is like really kind of against that because they've always ever since then they were always like big hidden secrets isn't it yeah there always is there's always some kind of hitting hidden thing behind everything yeah meanwhile give me a light my joint went out (laughs) 
I'm not saying there's any kind of, and, there's not some kind of hidden meaning behind this. And there, but. there again, <laughs> if it helps, you know, you got a patient, and I'm not totally against the marijuana deal for medicinal, because if you got somebody hurting, taking chemo, oh. and if it helps, if it helps you in some way, if it's a natural, say it's a you natural know, remedy. What? I had a doctor, it's been years ago, my grandson, he had pneumonia, he had asthma, and he got to talking about the use of marijuana would help with asthma, was a good cure for asthma. Mullen, mullen grows all over this country. It's a good cure for respiratory, respiratory trouble. You can smoke it, you can drink tea out, make tea out of it. And like you said, these pharmaceuticals, took that away from people they had they had some remedies it wasn't a cure whiskey whiskey was medicinal when it first come around so was cocaine and well it was in everything coca-cola yeah Yeah. so heroin was medicinal and uh you read about them old moonshiners they said nobody caused any trouble back when we made whiskey uh moonshine stuff like that until they started mixing it with coca-cola they'd mix it up in coca-cola they started having trouble with people fighting and going on doing stupid stuff because instead of just sitting back and chilling they was getting wound up wow that see coca-cola come out in the late early 20s yeah and they started they'd cut it you know they you see it today put a little coke in your whiskey yeah they said they didn't have no trouble with people until they started doing stuff like that that. back when i was a little little kid well ty cobb (laughs) he got rich on (laughs) coca-cola You know why they made Coke, right? Coca-Cola? No. The guy that made it was uh, in the military, and he got a morphine addiction, and he was trying to find a cure for it and ended up just making... Coke addiction. Yeah, he got a Coke addiction instead. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you can go on on about different stuff like that. I mean, it's just... Well, you know, my sister... She she has fibromyalgia and she's got the the card to do medicinal marijuana. So it, if it, it helps, helps it, got, it helps with that. I've got no, you know, friend of mine had a wreck. They was dirt biking way back in the hills in out in the Carolinas. I said we was a long ways from anywhere, and he had a pretty bad wreck, busted some ribs up and stuff like that. And when they got to him, he was. He was just about to go into shock, and one of them give him a joint, cooled him down, chilled him out, and by golly, they was able to get him, get him somewhere, keep him from going into shock. And see, there's so, also you know, I it's hard to argue with stuff like that. There's it also is. It uh, is. what's the condition where your bot your muscles contract and uh, arthritis uncontrollably. It might have been arthritis, oh, yeah. but uh, epilepsy. Yeah, that yeah. you. There's been studies on that, and there's been a lot of doctors that recommend that. They they give you <laughs> they give you, you some. some what you hands? You, what you looking for? <laughs> yeah, just, I've got it. It's a break I was looking for. They'll give you that uh, a little bit of THC, which is like the essence of it. And it'll, it helps you mellow out and calm down so where you 
whenever you like for anybody that would have been shaking really bad they would have a steady hand like never well, I, before i can tell you from first-hand experience the contractions from those in your muscles mm-hmm. you will ache for days after one you will hurt in places that you had no idea you'd hurt i mean it's excruciating your i mean your hair will hurt because of how tense you get i think david's been there soon enough to see that and i've uh, had the shots that take all that away mm-hmm. and oh my gosh those shots are amazing because you will stagger the next day mm-hmm. i mean you will you can't walk a straight line but you do you can function okay you just can't i mean you're so relaxed but that, and that's it's a bad deal trust me there's untold count countless cases of I'm marijuana a, and I'm stuff a like bigger fan of it all the time that really <sighs> more you talk about helped it, more people it i mean it's i don't know it's like a lot of things it's like it's how you use it. It it really is. And it's how just you how use you use it. it. If you don't abuse it, if you use it for the right reasons and, and maintain a sensible control. And many doctors and professionals will tell you that alcohol is way worse for you than that. Yeah. It ha- I mean. But there again, alcohol will do similar things to you. It'll relax you. It'll, it'll ease your pain. But everything in moderation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bottom that's, line. That's, everything that's bottom in line moderation. Right moderation. Don't let it get a high handle on you. Yeah. Well, do you guys have anything else to say about this uh Not that I can say in public. Give me a light. <laughs> I left it in my car. <laughs> Give me another gummy bear, Russ. <laughs> Russ, don't bogart that joint. Pass it on over here. Oh, I'm glad we turn don't in, have a camera. Turn it into the Joe Rogan experience. That thing. Open that window. I need some air. <laughs> No, this is a hot box. Come on. Oh, too bad the other boys couldn't be here for this episode. No, I'm missing. sure. Contact. High. I'm sure Cameron will hate that he missed this. Uh, well, we'll take a quick break, real quick, and then we'll get into what Dave wants to talk about in that magazine. Okay. Hi, everyone. Are you tired of relying on our unstable food chain? If so, you're in luck. If you live in the greater southwest Missouri area, our new sponsor, Wilson Farms, can provide you with homegrown beef. Wilson Farms can provide you knowledge and confidence that your beef is ethically raised and harvested. For more info, call 417-838-2451 or you can call 417-838-5237 and let them know we sent you. Okay, and we're back. So Dave had an article here that he was wanting to bring up so we could talk about. What? Are you ready? You want, yeah, you want to read some of it? Uh, yeah, this magazine is called The Range. It's, uh, it's agricultural-based, cowboy, farmer, just the heartland stuff. And I was, I get it. I subscribed to it. And the last issue here, the the fall issue, the winter issue. This guy named John, Tom DeWeese, he's, uh, he writes for him or he picks up 
human rights forum once in a while and it's called an agenda for world domination and it starts out here for the better part of 30 years i've been sounding the alarm over the dangers of agenda 21 to human society for my efforts i have been labeled conspiracy theorist spreading fear and hate against a reasonable and sound desire to simply protect the environment of future generations the southern poverty law center has issued four separate reports on me I've been attacked on the front page of the Sunday New York Times. Newsweek called my group extremists who are spreading untruths about Agenda 21. To discredit the United Nations, MediaBiasedFactCheck.com says I published unverifiable information and labels my American policy centers conspiracy level all the way to tinfoil hat. And on the other charges have gone from Mother Jones Esquire, the Washington Post, treehugger.com, and more. The funny thing about these charges is that all I have really done is quote the proponents of Agenda 21 and its policies of sustainable development. It started with Agenda 21. Then we got a remake called Agenda 2030, followed by the Green New Deal, and most recently, the Great Reset. In every case, proponents assured us it's all just a progressive and voluntary drive towards a better life for everyone. Well, is it? I have an idea. Why don't I just let them tell us in their own words, you know the ones I've been quoting for the past 30 years, then you can decide for yourselves in conspiracy theory or threat to all human society. This is their own words. The author of this is Tom DeWeese. Comprehensive Blueprint for Reorganizing a Human Society. The common enemy of human humanity is man. In searching for a new enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine, and the like would fit the bill. All of these dangers are caused by human intervention and is only through changes changed attitudes and behavior that we can be that we can be overcome the real enemy then is humanity itself and that's from the club of rome effective execution of agenda 21 will require a profound reorganization reorientation i'm sorry of all human society unlike anything the world has ever experienced a major shift in the priorities of both government and individuals, and unprecedented redeployment of human and financial resources. This shift will demand that a concern for the environmental consequences of every human action be integrated into individual and collective decision-making at every level. That was, at the, that was discussed at the United Nations on Agenda 21. Current lifestyles and consumption patterns of the affluent middle class involving high meat intake, use of fossil fuels, appliances, air conditioning, and suburban housing are not sustainable. Maurice Strong, chairman of the UN Earth Summit, 1992. We must go through a wrenching transformation to rid us of the horrors of the 20th century industrial revolution. Al Gore, Earth in the Balance. How many of us at this table consider ourselves loosely in the middle class? I mean, for what it's worth. Or for that matter, a threat to humanity. Yeah. Uh, 
middle class, lower class. I'm I, I'm at the poverty level, but I like air conditioning. I got a vehicle that I drive and stuff like that. So they're blaming us. I don't have a jet. Well, yeah, they that I fly. They have no one else to blame. And I don't have a whole fleet of rigs following me around. You stop that. <laughs> stop that. They don't really have anybody else to blame because, I mean, if they're going to blame somebody for emitting so much uh, methane, it's gonna they're going to go after the people that... Uh, what, what, does, what does Al Gore produce as far as food for people? What does he literally produce as far as feeding anybody? Uh, yeah, he may provide jobs, but are they actually producing anything? Or is he just riding around off of this, off of all our taxpayers' yeah. money? He's not, he's like the government and like he's always been. He's not producing anything. Well, he, <clears throat> he is a, uh, if you jerked he, it all he out from how- under him today. Could he go? Could he eat? The deal is, he knows how. He he's a, he's a people person. He knows how to talk. No, he he's a dumb dumb bitch. Well, he knows how to talk and have people listen to him. He's a rich kid. <laughs> he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, and that's the trouble with most of these people. I mean, do honestly, as, do as I say, not as I do. Hey, yeah, that's it, right there. Those are the worst kind. Well, let me continue on with this. Climate change, truth or fiction, it doesn't matter. We've got to ride this global warming issue. Even if the theory of global warming is wrong, we will be doing the right thing in terms of economic and environmental policy. Author of that is Timothy Worth, President, United Nations Foundation. No matter if it's the science of global warming is all phony, Climate change provides the greatest opportunity to bring about justice. And here's a kicker word, equality in the word. Christine Stewart, former Canadian minister of the environment. Russ, I'll let you take off and you can explain some of those. Start right there. And there's right there on that first part that I read. And Dina or brought it up here just a second ago. They changed the name of it. Yeah. It was oh, climate yeah. change. Yeah. It was green. It was global warming deal. first. Then it was global. Co- you know, the world was going to freeze. Well, that was back before. Yeah. And it didn't work. So now it's climate change. Changed. And the climate continues to change. Yeah. It yeah. always does. Just back in the. So now they can, it's covered all bases by that. Back in the 50s. I'm pretty sure it was the 50s. They, I said this before on the podcast. They said that a lot of the ice caps were melting, a lot of icebergs were melting, and it's going to rise, make the sea level rise. Everything's going to flood. The, back then, there were 2,300 icebergs, I think, of notable size. You know how many there are now? 2,300. Yeah. It yeah. hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah. They say they're melting, but in other places, they're freezing more, like more being created. Yeah, that part is melting, but on another part right across like the other side of the arctic or whatever it is freezing and because it's not we have spring summer winter and fall exactly it gets cold every winter i've been around weather all my life 
Really? And you can expect it to be pretty hot from about June to September. I don't believe that. you expect it to be pretty cold from about November We've had a climate change, climate change this week, ain't we? We've had a heck of a climate change in the last 36 hours. But where's your source, Doug, on that? <laughs> you remember back, I know you remember back in the back yeah. when I'll tell you where it's at. <laughs> open open your Bible. That's where it's at. Yeah. But back in the 80s, they were or or late 70s, they were talking. It's gonna get cold. The world's gonna freeze up. In 10 years. We wasn't supposed to be here in the uh, year 2000. Uh, uh, and I remember it got cold here one winter. I think it was at 80. And I mean, it was cold for a long time. And it was just, there was a water pipes freezing underground. And it was just cold. And it just kept going on. And the neighbor guy down here, he was kind of gullible and kind of didn't really pay a lot of attention to politics or anything. He was just an old farmer. He said, boys, I think it's finally here. Because it was just cold. It was Jeff. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had a water line bust out in the middle of the road. It was just bubbling up the road, oh, freezing. Yeah. It was a mess. <laughs> it was, oh, jeez. So, I remember that water line now, yeah. But, I mean, what with everybody saying that for so many years and for that long, they wouldn't, you the think, name of it. it's wouldn't you think that, though? Hey, Rush Limbaugh, rest his soul called it 30 years ago he said guys you're coming after your suvs this climate deal is a new religion yeah it's the new religion that's what it is to these people and they're going to risk it all it's on a, it well and it's and the right. biggest way to push their agenda absolutely. of everything absolutely and do you think and they have to change it up to keep it going i, I wish donna could have joined us tonight yeah because we've talked about this time and time again what we exhale, plants take in to help grow. Guess what? If you take away all these animals and us, you vegetarians have had it because your plant shit is going to die. Okay, but... Uh, and you're going to starve like I do when you kill all my cows. Just when we exhale carbon dioxide that's what the plants take in carbon monoxide is what is coming out of a vehicle that you don't lock yourself i tell you what you locked like the old boy <laughs> said you locked me in a in this room this 20 by 10 room tonight with a cow and i'll lock you in it tomorrow night with a vehicle running and so let's see which one of us come out the next day no I, I know i was just Excellent saying that's point. the that's the difference between exhaling if i get and... any takers let me know russ check that for me would you i will put it on the counter uh dad you were want what were you wanting to say go ahead and read i'm sorry i can't remember <laughs> pick up where we left off there. too much information where was it right here yes okay <clears throat> it says uh it doesn't matter what is true. It only matters what people believe is true. Paul Watson, co-founder of Greenpeace. This is the first time in history of mankind that we are setting ourselves the task of intentionally, within a defined period of time, changing the economic development model that has been reigning for at least 150 years since the Industrial Revolution. Christiana... Figures, 
Executive Secretary, UN Framework Convention on Climate Change. Okay. The, to me, the climate's been changing for like 500 million years. Well, it's, it changes every season. So this is just another cycle. Yeah. You know, I mean, they can say whatever they want. But it, it, it's it's changing uh, by itself. How long have it's, they been keeping records of it? Yeah. I mean, how... It, it's right here, it just says 150 years. Yeah. Since the Industrial Revolution. So And, well, and they keep cussing the Industrial Revolution. That's what really burns me. Look how much better we got it now. Look how much better people live. That's where live. all those rich people made that's their fortune. That's where they made their money. They're, they're old, that's old money. And, and that's, that's their family's exactly. old money. And that's exactly. it right there. It's the money. It, mm -hmm. Everything runs on money. Andrew Carnegie, the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, all them people. Tiffany's. Yeah, all, all them, them people. <laughs> uh, and but, now they're wanting to kill it. I mean... Look, look at well, Gates. They're bringing it to I mean, the head. They're not, they're, not even, they're not even trying to hide the fact what no. they're wanting to do. No, not anymore. No, well, their names said, are all out there now. It said that it doesn't matter what is true. It only matters what the people believe. Exactly. That's what I wanted to, that's what I wanted to talk about because that right there, that's what every politician, every person that I mean, is in this, a higher is not position a, try and like push. You're saying that it's not opinion i mean it's in black and white right here what they're what these they're are saying. quotes from these yeah. people this is yeah well here's the best way or here's the best way to put it i guess whenever you're trying to hide something you hide it in plain sight that's the best way because nobody's gonna nobody's gonna exactly really look into it it's gonna be right out there for everybody to read but then once uh then this, once um, <laughs> this is straight out once somebody uh, Nazi finds playbook. It, let me well, let me you know, let me carry on let me on continue one this one second hurry up you know the, you know a lot of our gun laws were straight from the Nazi Nazi agenda regi yeah Goebbels sure Goebbels yeah. said the very sure. same thing here he was a propaganda king it as was, far as I'm concerned and they're verbatim word for word yeah. exactly what it said and what it was. And it just boils down to tell them a lie long enough and they'll believe it. Yeah, that's it. They'll slam the door on humanity. The next topic the here is it. population control. Get rid of worthless humans. My three main goals would be to reduce human population to about 100 million worldwide, destroy the industrial infrastructure, and see wilderness with its full complete uh, with its full complement of species returning throughout the world. Dave Foreman, co-founder of Earth First. Native ecosystems and the collective needs of non-human species must take precedence over the needs and desires of humans. Reed Noss, a creator of the Wildlands Project. I got one more here. You got to hear. <laughs> Human beings as a species have no more value than slugs. John Davis editor of earth first journal tell that to god and go to sleep tonight what was what was the quote here a while back about the the republican women cockroaches <laughs> voting for raid what was that that wasn't verbatim but that's basically what she said who oh women yeah, that oh, vote yeah. for republicans is like a cockroach voting, voting for, for raid. raid yeah yeah 
that's white, basically yeah, white conservative that, that that's kind of like if if you ain't voting for me you ain't black yeah no oh, yeah. yeah who can forget that one here, oh, here's what they'll here, forget it and later. listen this is why people need to really stop and think about joining some like the audubon society uh sierra club greenpeace and all this kind of crap you need to think about this because this is what kind of people are writing these articles i Among, was always thought that the sierra club was a a pretty good deal oh when we was young yeah, yeah before we realized exactly what kind of trash it and is. i'm 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 scared of the NRA anymore. Wasn't the NRA originally started to help the black man arm himself after the Civil War and after he was freed of slavery? Does it go back that far? I think it does. Uh, I think I'm not sure. Russ, look that up. Get back to me. (laughs) I was thinking it was brought up during the Depression. Now, I may be wrong. I think it goes back farther than Now, think of this, though. I may be wrong. The NRA know. has backed like every single. Oh, they gun backed bill. Harry Reid. Yeah, they, they backed that, Harry. That that's when I clincher. quit them. That was my clincher. Right? That, that's and I told the old boy that was trying to get me to sign up again. I said when they quit voting for sorry pieces of shit like Harry Reid, and yeah, they they but, backed but the very Harry, first but one. But Harry Reid let them build a a new uh, firing gun range in Nevada back back then. It's been several years ago. Let me read this one while Russ is getting back to me on that. Okay. Uh, among environmentalists sharing two or three beers, the notion is quite common that if only some calamity could wipe out the human race, other species might once again have a chance. Richard Conifid, Autobahn Magazine. Childbearing should be a punishable crime against society unless the parents hold a government license. All potential parents should be required to use contraceptive chemicals that the government issuing antidotes to the citizens chosen for childbearing. David Brower, Sierra Club. Put that in the pocket. Smoke it. Somebody else read something for a while. So they're basically trying to make it... uh, this is what, this is what your climate change agenda is about, people. It's, it's and that's what control. Bill Gates has been trying to do forever. He's, he's got his qu- got quote in there. Okay, hold, one here. second. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say like, uh, Bill Gates has been trying to reduce the number of people in the world forever. There's a whole newspaper article about it where he is pretty much just uh oh it's laid out black and white what he said and he's basically just trying to uh chemically castrate and physically castrate people any way that he can so that there will be less people in the world i'll tell you what i'll let him do me if i can do him and let me do him first Rusty blade used. You're talking about Bill Gates here. I'll even pad the head shoot. Here's his his quote, Bill Gates, on COVID lockdowns. Resetting the entire economic system. What then is the most effective transition strategy? The essential aim is not to fight against consumer capitalism society, but to build the alternative to it. I'm sorry, that's that's author Ted Trainer, Transition to a Sustainable Just World. 
This is Bill Gates. Quote, simply shutting down the economy is not going to get us to our goal. So just like we need invocation for COVID-19, we also need to get rid of emissions from all different sectors and bring down the climate change. This crosses many areas, transportation, industry, electricity, all those things, and agriculture contribute to emissions. Bill Gates on the COVID lockdown. Individual rights will have to take a backseat to the collective. The collective. That's a key word in all these, the collective. Why are we so guilty of all that this? Was Harvey Runner. Those guys are the smart ones and well, they're taking and, classes and, and can run all over the world and never drive a car, but they have a whole fleet of people follow them, drive them around, and they go around in jets. And I've never even I'm 57 years old and I've never been in an airplane. And I'm a, and I and I produce food for people. And I'm a productive human in this society. And what do they what do they provide for us people to eat? Themselves. <laughs> this is a quote from uh Mikhail Gorbachev, basically yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah, this is one. this is something that's really a shocker. I mean it's not a shocker, but it's Mikhail Gorbachev. All countries and all stakeholders acting in collaboration partnership will implement this plan. We are determined to take the bold and transformative steps which are urgently needed to shift the world into a sustainable and resilient path. Beat them down. As we embark on this collective, collective, there's that word again, journey to, we pledge that no one will be left behind. That's the preamble to the American to the agenda 2030 see they've changed the name 2030 the emerging environmentalization of our civilization and the need for vigorous action in the interest of entire global community will inevitably have multiple political consequences perhaps the most important of them will be a, a gradual change in the status of the united nations inevitably it must assume some aspect of world government Mikhail Gorbachev addressed the State of the World Forum. It's like the point I made yesterday when you first showed me this. It's a funny thing to me, whether they be allies of this nation or enemies of this nation, you get them all in that same room, they've got one agenda, and that's get rid of us middle class the people that get up every day and go and make this world turn and make them all this money. And we're just trying to make a living. Well, see, and And, they do what we was grown up and thought we supposed to do, but we're to blame and we're the ones they want to get rid of. Yeah. They, they want pretty much a communist society. Absolutely. And, or well, communists or socialists, it's pretty much the same thing either way. Say that but when to, you get them all in a room, yeah, they all get along. It's a oh, game yeah. to them. It's, it's a game. game. It, it's a think it's of it. Think of it game. like this: everybody in our government, they're they're pretty much like all the people that go to a, a exclusive like golf club or wherever, where you have to pay to be a member. They all have the same ideals, same things that they think are right and 
but they play it off like they're all different. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, but that that's just so they can get elected. Yeah. But once they're in, they're just like everybody else. What are the, what's that new term they uh, they call that now? Hmm? Well, I say the same thing about our political parties here in the United States: the Republicans, and Democrats. They just fight amongst us. They they make a show of what they're doing, yeah. how they're doing it. They're fighting each other. Oh, you're partisan, nonpartisan, all this stuff. It's we'll just a game. That aisle yeah. To my friend yeah. over here. They're all in it together. They're all making money. I have more respect for you. And we're all, yeah. It's just a big buddy show. And this is just good worldwide. old boys club. Worldwide. Where's, where's Stacey the Abrams here? They're talking about sitting across <laughs> drinking a beer, a couple of beers, talking about this stuff. It's uh, in there somewhere. That, yeah, I, that, I read just it, read yeah. that. I just read that. Good it's old in there boys somewhere. club. Yeah. Just sitting around drinking a beer, just deciding what we're going to do with the world here. <laughs> That's all behind the scenes, though. They never do it out in public. Right here. Among well, it's envir- all behind the scenes. Um, yeah. Among environmentalists I mean. sharing two or three beers, yeah. the notion is quite common that if only some calamity could wipe out the human race, other species might once again have a chance. What species? <laughs> now, listen, here, here, we, here we go again. Cows. Here we go again. What does the Bible say? Man has dominion over everything on this earth. These people do not know God. This agenda is their religion. God doesn't enter. God into their does thinking. not exist in their lives. People have God in your life, and you will see through this and see what they're trying to do to us. They can't hurt us when this life's over. The only thing they they might stagger us a little bit through this life, but God's word will get us through all these. When it all comes down to it, their knee will bend to God. I promise you. They will stand before the same one I will. And they'll be judged just like me and you. And they will bend to it. Jinda be damned. Yeah, absolutely. Start right in there if you want to and read another one for us that we can rant about. How much time we got left, Jacob? Oh, about three minutes. Oh, golly. Make a quick rush. Oh, (laughs) golly. All right. Don't worry. I'll catch you off whenever. (laughs) Okay, sustainable equals globalism. Always watch the word sustainable, too. Yeah, that's true. Okay, all countries and all stakeholders acting in collaborative partnership will implement this plan. We are determined to take the bold and transformative steps which are argumentally needed to shift the world on a sustainable and resilient path as we embark on the collective journey we pledge and no one will be left behind preamble to agenda 2013 okay and then it says the emerging environmentalism of our civilization and the need of for vigorous action in the interest of the entire global community will inevitably have multiple political consequences perhaps the most important of them will be the gradual change in the status of the united nations inevitably 
it must assume some aspects of world government. You know, world government. World government. I am so longing for a day. And that is from Mikhail Gorbachev. Yeah. When our political leaders that we elect, there's two sides of that aisle. When I can stop hearing them say, well, I'll be willing to reach across the aisle to my friend on the other side. I want to hear him say, I will not reach across the aisle to my mortal enemy because his morals are not as mine are. I have one God. I do not have climate change as my God. And with that, we're going to have to take a break real quick. We'll be right back. And we're back. So Dave had a few more quotes he wanted to read real quick, and then we'll go into the magazine again, Dave, you're reading. The name of the magazine is The Range, the Cowboy Spirit of America's Outback. It's a quarterly magazine. It's great. It's got beautiful photography in it. You can learn it's where your food comes stories. from. Yeah, country, it comes from it? people that raise food, grow food. And it tells about the hardships of agricultural life, the joys and discomforts of agricultural life, to quote the creed. We highly recommend the vegans get a subscription. It's, to it. it's a good magazine. It's got lots of stuff in it, entertaining stuff, good stuff. And I believe it's a good magazine. It's called The Range. Anyway, I want to read a couple more quotes here before we finish off. This is from the Economic Bill of Rights, the new, the Green New Deal. The rights of full unemployment, excuse me, the rights of full employment and ending unemployment by guaranteeing a job at a living wage in a safe workplace, empowered by labor unions, single payer, medical for all, tuition free education from preschool to college, the right to, to affordable houses. That's the Bill of Rights for the Green New Deal. I want to hold on. I want to say something about union stuff. So have you guys ever worked with anybody that's been in a union before? Just yes or no. Yeah. So what were they like? Were they, did they, they've outlived their usefulness in my opinion. That's kind of what I was getting at. Like it's it's a range. I think it's a range. There's, there's people that uh, live by it. There's people that don't live by it, but they're gain they're reaping the the benefits of it. I think they're don't get me wrong, I think the union in the beginning def, unionizing workers definitely did child labor laws. Yeah, did stuff good. Like that. Yeah. But like it, the further it went on, it just got started getting more and more in the way. The power and the money. And yeah, exactly. And it's kind of it's almost like one of those things that need to come in, do what needs to be done, then kind of disband and only come whenever it's like absolutely needed. Kind of kind of thing, but it made a lot of people rich. It yeah, it did. And that's kind of that's the reason why I think that and I think it doesn't nowadays, need to stay around all the whole 24/7. Nowadays people have become more educated and more aware of their working conditions and they're not so back in them, back in the early days, people lived hand to mouth and they had to have work and they'd do whatever they had to do to. And a person shouldn't have to have 
somebody else go to bat for you should be able to stand up and go hey this condition is not right you've got me out here in unsafe conditions doing this or doing that that's my point people are more yeah. educated they see the the dangers and the yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't be paying some oh, other sure, all of them over mm-hmm. here to go speak for me. I mean, I've worked in conditions where OSHA would probably yeah shut you down <laughs> or something. We all have. <laughs> yeah. We all have, and that's just life. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to kind of mention that. A good point. Good for another show. <laughs> Within a year, seventy-seven percent of institutional investors intended to stop buying the companies mine into companies that aren't in some way sustainable. There's that word again. If it's not done by following sustainable rules, it will not be financed. So there again, they're wanting to control everything that goes on or it won't be financed. No industry or business will be spared from the impact of these challenges. Millions of companies risk disappearing and many industries face an uncertain future a few will thrive. That's Klaus Swab, Squab, Swab, the Great Reset, COVID nineteen. The Great Reset. There yep. you go. They've changed it again. They got three, three, three sayings for that. Uh, and it, it's now the Great Reset. Dave, you did you you wanted the definition of sustainable? Didn't yeah. You? What's it? so? There's two definitions that come up here, and. Uh, I'll just read them both. The first one is able to maintain or maintain at a certain rate or level. Then the other one is able to be upheld or defended. That I, I'm not sure definition. either one of those pertain to what these people. They've changed the vocabulary so much. Well, they they've done that for a lot of different ones. Sure they have. Sure they have. I want to read this last one because it pretty much nails it for me. The chaotic growth of cities will be replaced by a dynamic system of urban settlements. The region is formed by economic interdependence of its development. The region has a single system of transportation, centralized administration, and unions, the United System of Education and Research. This is from a Soviet Russian architect. I can't pronounce his name. Alexia Gatovna, the ideal communist city, so nineteen sixty-eight. Look around at your at your housing developments and European European style housing in many small towns <coughs> and cities around this country that they're developing right now. They're they're creating ghettos. Look at what they're doing. Right they're, they're they're creating ghettos. You know why? Boy, they'll be easier to round up, won't they? You could go in there about midnight, block off all streets, and bring them. Yeah. They shut in Singapore. They shut that city down. They can't get out of the houses. They're all in, you know, it's easy to do. It don't take much manpower to shut it down. Local city right here close. They won't have a bit. They won't let a business come into town to create any jobs, but we've got apartment building complexes three stories tall and we've got housing developments right behind them nothing but ghettos they can be they can be surrounded quartered off and bust away in a guarantee in 15 minutes you'd have empty Mm -hmm. 
European style house. But I highly recommend this magazine, guys. Read it. It's got this is just like I said, this is a winter issue. It good, comes out good stories, family, yes, farms and ranches. And it's a uh, family magazine. It's got yeah. beautiful art in it, beautiful oh, the, pictures. The pictures is amazing. And it's a kid-friendly magazine. It tells of old families, old ranch families, old farm families that have been on the land for generations. That's what made this country. Exactly. Exactly. That's how we eat. I like people. one of these. It's one of my favorite eat. parts of this magazine is. Uh, let me find it here. Derry Brownfield was one of the old uh, old people on the radio, and his family has continued <clears throat> on with this magazine. One of my favorite parts of this magazine, since I've been reading it, is Confessions of Red Meat Survivors. And you're, they talk to people that live out through the West, Midwest, all over, that are up in their 80s and 90s. That they've they've ate beef all their life. They've ate bacon. They've ate food supposedly that'll kill you. And they're still working. They're still viable people. They've got families. It's just a good magazine. I highly recommend. For one thing, for a lot of those folks, it may be a hundred miles. Yeah, to the closest from Walmart from nowhere. I worked with a guy. It may be 50 miles to the closest gas station. I worked with a guy that worked on a ranch when he was a young kid. His parents had just dumped him off there in the summer. And he was 60 miles from the nearest post office. And he said it was the greatest part of his life, really. You plan plan your trips back then. In a place like that, you plan your trips. You Mm -hmm. don't just run down the road and do it. I'm going to finish my topic off with... The same way I say every time, trust in God, put your faith in God and hold on tight. Keep your head down. And I must say, you really look nice in that dress today, Jacob. Thanks. I'm a little cold, but it, <laughs> well, I'll turn the I'd heat dre- on for you. You ought to wear a, you ought to wear a slip of that That's dress. I, I mean, I can say. see through it. After, well, after October, wear a slip. Well, maybe you should just quit looking then. And st- I can't okay. help it. It's a beautiful piece of clothing. <laughs> Dave, I was going to make a comment about your mohawk. What? <laughs> it's, it's outstanding. I've been working on it. Uh, real quick, before we start doing closing, closing statements, I wanted to mention this to you guys. But uh, I, I told you, Doug and Dave this yesterday, but I don't think I told Dad – did you guys hear about the guy that uh, bought the blue check mark on Twitter for eight bucks and then an, made a account that had like eLily, which is one of the uh, insulin manufacturers, then said on that account that insulin is now free. We're proud to announce insulin is now free. And then stock market for uh insulin just plummeted to almost nothing for a while cost the company 15 billion dollars and you know what it wasn't just that company there's three main insulin manufacturing companies it cost each one of them each one of those stocks went down just because that one person and well actually subscription good yeah it, it was actually uh that guy said it first then the actual company said that it's not true then another person made a fa- another fake account 
then said that it was also free and it just oh man that it plummeted the stock market for that for all those companies oh, that's still uh, alive huh is this guy still alive i don't know i'm i might be sorry to hear about his suicide tomorrow but <laughs> yeah i've watched them do the same thing to the cattle market from time to time all they got to do is flash a mad cow report across the screen oh, yeah. and you will see our cattle our feeder prices well, drop just tell exactly. oprah in half yeah just tell oprah and exactly there so, yeah there you go they're kind they're kind of start look, people are starting to figure out that you can manipulate you things look you just by saying something you can manipulate it hard just by announcing something that doesn't even have to be true just like we said it does they said it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's true it's just it just matters what people believe yep but I just wanted to mention that because I honestly thought that was hilarious. It is. Just because he cost companies, I guarantee you, it was hundreds of billions of dollars in, to in total losses. But uh, we'll move right into closing statements real quick. So, uh, Dave, do you got I anything? I made mine. Okay. Doug? <laughs> I'm Doug. Uh, back up what dave's saying there's only there's only one god and it's it's god himself the almighty it's not global warming i'm not following that religion folks and i don't advise it for anyone russ i enjoyed doing the podcast with you and enjoyed yeah. being invited to do it again tonight thanks for having me um appreciate all any new listeners encourage them to come follow it sometimes it's better than others but uh, that's the way life goes and appreciate it. Doug only likes the one he's on. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you got something to end it with? Yeah. And just re uh, reverting back to uh, the first of the, the, the podcast, you know, when you vote, do your research, look stuff up and study it before you go vote make your make your own decision don't let people manipulate you that's all i've got discuss well, it with other people get other opinions i said i wasn't gonna say anymore but you're exactly right get uh, somebody else's feel for it too don't just yeah make your own decision make a mark mm -hmm. i got just a quote here D doug was trying to think of what it was and so was Cameron and Jada of a while back. It's a quote from Benjamin Franklin. He who he who would trade liberty for some temporary security deserves neither liberty nor security. So that's just meaning you're trying to trade your freedoms for safety. That's never that's not gonna work out and it will never work out because freedom means you can do anything anything and everything safety means you got a lot of regulations and them guys knew what they were talking about because they were at the time they were around they were unsafe exactly well everybody thanks for being on and we'll see you next week